This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I seriously love BetterHelp so much. They're one of my favorite sponsors, and I will tell you why I love them so much. When I started this podcast, I was going through a really rough time. I'm talking drug relapse, drug addiction, drug abuse, relationship issues, anxiety, depression. I was going through one of the craziest moves of my life, so therapy really helped me get through a lot of that. And online therapy is, in my opinion, even better than going to a therapist's office because, let's face it, our lives have changed the last year or so, and I just feel like online therapy is the best way to go. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in less than 48 hours. They really do match you with, with a therapist so quickly. It takes, in my case, less than 24 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. And there's a broad range of expertise available, which might not really be locally available in all areas. The service is available for clients worldwide, and it's super easy to access your account. You can log in, you can send a message to your counselor really at any time you want, and you'll get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever you prefer. I like to do phone sessions sometimes because sometimes I like to, to go on a walk when I, go on, when I do my therapy sessions. It's really up to you. Traditional therapy can come with kind of a stressful energy attached to it. So I really love how BetterHelp is really controlled by the, the patient. If you want to connect with your therapist and communicate something with them, they have a journal feature, which I absolutely love. This journal feature has the option of sharing your journal entries with your therapist, but if you want to keep them totally uh, private and anonymous towards yourself, you don't have to share them with your therapist. But I really like this feature because for many of us, starting fresh with a new therapist gives us a lot of anxiety and it can trigger us. Um, so if you feel like that, you're not alone. I felt the same exact way because let's face it, a new therapist has to ask questions and try to get on the same page as where their client is. And sometimes rehashing our, our history of trauma and all the details can become kind of exhausting and a little bit annoying. So what I do when I start with a new therapist, like I did on BetterHelp, is I use the journal feature and I wrote kind of a lengthy email explaining to the therapist where what I've been through in the last few years, where I'm at right now, what I'm looking for in therapy, and what kind of therapy I've done, what kind of therapy I'm interested in, and what I'd like um, out of a therapist. So this is super important. If starting with a brand new therapist gives you panic or anxiety or stress, 
This is the most stress-free approach you could possibly do. I love how they matched me with someone with the experience and qualifications that I asked for. I personally asked for a therapist who had some experience with eating disorders, depression, and relationship trauma. Once BetterHelp matched me with my therapist, she messaged me right away and then I scheduled my first session with her for that week. The process is easy, effortless, and stress-free. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. So if you're going through a hard time right now, and let's face it, so many of us are, whether it's emotional turbulence, depression, anxiety, relationship issues, LGBTQ issues, whatever it is, body image, self-esteem, BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit betterhelp.com vibe. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, and join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. Vibe within listeners, you get 10% off of your first month of online counseling at betterhelp.com slash vibe. That's betterhelp.com slash vibe. Betterhelp.com slash vibe. Go start online therapy. DM me on Instagram. Let me know how it's going. And I hope that you get the help, the support, and the healing that you deserve. Welcome to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. Each week, we will connect through stories and conversations about wellness, yoga, addictions, spirituality, mental health, rituals, and everything in between. The goal is to transform our traumas into strengths to create the change we desire in our lives. My mission is to help others by shining awareness on real-life topics so we can learn new ways to heal physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Whatever you are going through in this moment, you are not alone. So let's connect and heal our vibe within. Welcome back to the Vibe Within Podcast. I'm your host, Gab Cohen. If you liked the music in the beginning of this episode, the DJ's name is Zach Varashi, and the song is Naive Unprepared Child. And each week I'm going to try to put in little spurts of new music or just music that I love and, you know, salt and pepper in some new vibes. Um, Music is life. I literally cannot go a day without listening to music. I'm sure that I'm not the only one. I have these amazing headphones that I got from JBL and they're on me 24-7 if I'm out using the train, going to the city, like walking around doing errands. These headphones are amazing and if you want to follow me on Spotify, you can find all my playlists and tons of new music, all genres. Um, you can follow me. My name is Gab Cohen on Spotify, and I'll put that in the show notes. So 
This episode that you're tuning into is all about the full moon that just passed. It was a full moon in Scorpio, and although we're not in Scorpio season, which is October, November, the moon is in Scorpio, so it's just in that energy. So even though we're going through the spring and summer and everything is changing and blossoming and flourishing, the full moon in Scorpio was really a dark and... um, kind of truthful and not serious but a dark truth kind of full moon so we're gonna make this intro really short this episode is all about that full moon energy it's an overview of the energy that I get into towards the end of the episode Um, I talk about moving away from toxic friends moving cities trauma within our family, challenging and triggering conversations within our family and friends and connections, Uh, listening to our gut, our highest self and the challenges that come with listening to our gut. And those are just challenges that we receive from the universe. They're they're soul challenges. They're, They're put into our life as tests so that we can get through them and become stronger. Uh, things not quote-unquote working out, staying positive even though things don't work out and understanding that those are things that are supposed to happen and they're guiding us to another opportunity. Leveling into a new awareness, healing our bodies with our minds through the power of thought, holding on to energy in our bodies and how our bodies are sponges and especially during full moons we can feel very tight and very inflamed and almost like there's an aggressive type of energy within us surrendering to change i talk a lot about shifting through scenarios and friends quickly and how quick things are happening in our lives right now it might seem like it's just a constant constant change shift click click And um, I know that I'm not the only one that feels that way. Divine connection, friends, new friends, isolation and loneliness. I talk a lot about abundance and gratitude, even in the darkness, Uh, how much this can help us get through. Even though it's challenging to find abundance and gratitude, I talk a lot about how we can move into that headspace. Um, How to get out of a mental block coincidences and synchronicities I know that you all have been feeling that I see your dms I see your emails I see your comments and we're all feeling these crazy quote-unquote coincidences and there's no such thing as coincidence so I get into that a little bit as well moving forward living in this moment not attaching ourselves to the past obviously with every full moon that's a huge thing But I get into that as well. So without further ado, let's just get into the episode. Um, If you're interested in coming on the CBD yoga retreat, there's a few spots left. I'm offering my Vibe Within podcast listeners a insane discount. You'll never see a retreat, all-inclusive retreat at this price. It's insane. Just saying. If you're interested, let me know. Email me. DM me. Uh, All the information will be in the show notes, links, and all of that. Uh, Subscribe and share and, you know, screenshot, do all the things. Let's just get right into it. Hope you enjoy. I'll see you on the other side. Love you. The full moon that just occurred on May 18th, it was a full moon in Scorpio. And possibly now that we've already gone through the full moon and we've had a full day 
of the full moon setting in to our atmosphere and the people around us um, because I definitely feel a difference the night before the full moon and then the day of the actual full moon um, that it's already set set in. Um, maybe you're feeling the physical symptoms. Maybe you feel better now that it's over. Or maybe you're feeling drained now that it's over. Maybe before the full moon you had a lot of energy and you were surprising yourself with all of these positive waves of bliss and then after the full moon you kind of felt um, drained in that sense. Um, everybody's different, but this full moon is all about internal and external transformation. And I'm recording recording this after the full moon has already been said and done and flown through us because there's so many different layers to a full moon. There's before, during, and after. And each layer and version of ourselves can be completely different during a full moon cycle. So if you think back 30 days um, when the last full moon was occurring, you might sit back and think, wow, like I have gone through so much shit. And it's really crazy to write it all out and kind of like in situations and scenario form, like who did you meet? What happened? What shit went down? What kind of drama or, you know, intense scenarios occurred? What types of suffering and like just what what kind of commotion is going on in your life? And it's it's cool to write all of that down because it gives you this sense of clarity and it makes you realize like, wow, I went through a lot, cool. Now I'm like transforming, I'm going through this and I'm walking through to the other side. And it gives you this sense of grounding because sometimes we don't give ourselves enough credit as far as like what we're going through and nobody really gets it or whatever. But each cycle of the full moon is here to represent shifting into a new page, a new chapter, and leaving the the past behind. But in order to do that, we have to embrace what has happened. So writing and journaling also, you know, is just a huge part of my life, especially during new moons and full moons, because just getting a pen to paper and free writing and just flowing out whatever your soul has to say can sometimes be a, a dark truth. Um, which is exactly what Scorpio is about. Um, Scorpio is about dark truths. Um, Scorpio is also the sign of death and rebirth and deep transformation. It's also a modern co-ruler. So it's time to finally transform and alchemize our old patterns that are truly holding us back. So when you look back to... 30 days ago, what kind of patterns and cycles or people were in your life that might not be so um, intensely in your life right now? I mean, there's been people coming in and out of my life constantly and very quickly. Um, 
uh, 30 days ago, I was in a completely different headspace. I was really stuck on a situation that played out. Um, If you're not familiar with what's going on in my life, basically, I just moved up to Philly and um, just people in my life have just been shifting out for the right reasons. But sometimes as an empath, it's really hard to to deal with uh, rejection in friendships, in relationships, in family. And this full moon has definitely been a time of, I don't want to say rejection, but moving forward and moving past. Because if we're being completely honest, we're all aware spiritual beings who are tapping into my podcast and other podcasts like mine so we know exactly who is toxic who is good for us who is bad for us because we always hear that voice within us and that voice is pretty much always right and the reason why I kind of got myself into this situation is because I told that voice to to shush a little bit uh, in the beginning when I was um, interacting with some people in my life and it's all happening for a reason and I was connected with certain people for a reason and now I'm in Philly and I love Philly Um, but it takes a little bit of pain to get power and pain is power pain is beauty and pain is strength so in order for us to connect to a stronger version of ourselves sometimes it takes really shitty scenarios toxic people emotionally abusive people, um, narcissistic friends, family members who don't understand us and create some trauma within the way that we see ourselves. These are all things that can make us into stronger humans. And this full moon has been really intense. So just like every full moon, I mean, every full moon's intense whatever blog you're reading, whatever article you're reading, whatever podcast you're listening to, they're going to say the same things. But Scorpio energy is dark, truthful. Um, It's definitely not a time to hold back, but energetically and physically in our body, we might be feeling very sore and tight and energetic locks might be happening in our body. Uh, Right now, I am feeling super sore, super um, kind of in pain, to be honest. I, I worked out the other day for the first time, like actually working out, like doing weights and stuff, and I usually don't do that, and I've been sore every day since. So uh, just as an example of how our bodies can can hold on to energy during the full moon, because maybe you get frustrated during this time. Like if, if you're normally feeling like so open and you're a yogi and you have, you know, open hamstrings and open hips and you're always flexible and this and that. Um, listen to this. So the other night I went to a concert. I went to the Tosh Sultana concert. It was fucking amazing. She killed it. She shredded it. Holy shit. If you have the chance to go see her, go see her. It wasn't like a normal um concert it was an experience and it kind of felt like she was just like free-flowing like there was no plan she was just playing to the like for the audience and like what we asked of her she played and it was like an energy exchange really crazy really amazing uh that was the night before the full moon I believe Friday night and 
my body was feeling wrecked the entire day and I was like I woke up I was tired all day I like couldn't move my legs were swollen um my my entire body was like puffy almost and also it could be from just you know moon cycles and like waiting to get my period or whatever but this felt a little bit different um so things like this can happen as people as you know humans in this suit in this body suit that we have which is 70 percent water um the moon is going to affect our bodies it's a hundred percent facts like our body is made up of water so why wouldn't the moon affect our body when the moon affects the waves the tides the ocean the universe the atmosphere the weather like everything is kind of in these sun and moon cycles and it's all energy so you know I had an amazing time and throughout the night I I told myself you know embrace this embrace the pain embrace the swelling of my body embrace the puffiness embrace the discomfort because you know that it's not going to last forever and that goes for anything like you know a headache you know bloating cramps whatever physical thing you're going through like when I broke my arm I knew that was temporary um whatever you're going through that's physically uncomfortable look at it as kind of like an opportunity to to find ways to cope because if we can cope through the discomfort and the really like crappy feeling times then we only get stronger and then when we feel great then it's you know smooth sailing obviously but if we can tap into our inner strength to get through times of complete like suffering and discomfort and pain and all these things then life just gets easier doesn't it like if we can truly tap into our own power and our own strength to get through the fucked up times then we honestly have we have the upper hand with whatever comes into our life physical situations people emotional um we all we have we have different ways of getting through these situations and it was just a test I think for me to be at this concert and still try to have fun and enjoy the the amazing music and be around amazing people and energy but also feel very trapped and stuck in my body because it honestly felt like I was having an allergic reaction of some sort Um, like my throat and my face kind of felt swollen my entire body just felt inflamed my legs were so swollen that like my jeans felt tight and these are all PMS and menstrual um, symptoms as well but like I said we as women we know our body and men if you're listening um, this is like good stuff to hear you if you have any women in your life which you probably do you have a sister a girlfriend aunt a mother you know a daughter um, a niece like it's no joke like as women we really do feel energies stuck in our body especially during moon cycles and some women are different some women feel it more during the new moon maybe that's when they get their cycle and some women get it in the full moon or in the middle of the cycle but energy is real and we are energy so physically obviously we are going to hold energy and men you do it too um when you're having like a really bad stressful day you know you're probably going to feel yourself clenching your neck or your fists or maybe you hold it in your 
upper back or whatever like we all have ways of holding energy and when we do have these moments of holding intense inflammation or energy in our body that's literally a physical sign that something is going on emotionally and something is going on in our lives that requires our body to kind of go in this shock and definitely full moons and new moons can be shocking they can be jarring they can be truthful they can they can suck and this time of Scorpio um, in the full moons in Scorpio I've realized that so many shifts have been occurring and it's almost like a constant wave flow of shifts it's like one shift happens the other happens directly after Um, like I said I was all stuck and tripping on one situation 30 days ago and now I'm like completely over that and I'm on to the next our our brains and our minds are being reborn every day and I think that this full moon and whatever's going on in the universe's energy is cleansing the way that we perceive our our lives and whatever situations are going on faster than normal and it's it's fucking amazing and we need to take advantage of this because for those of us who suffer with anxiety or depression or paranoia, this time that's going on right now is a chance for us to tap into our truth and our passion and truly listen to what it is that is giving us this stress, this anxiety, this depression, whatever, people, scenarios, jobs, and make a note of it and start to move away from those things and then see how you feel. It, it sounds easier said than done, like, duh, like, obviously, we need to step away from things that don't make us feel good. But knowing exactly what the triggers are and knowing exactly what is creating um, the physical inflammation, the mental inflammation, it's all connected. It really is all connected. And moving through this full moon has been... A beautiful time to reflect and have gratitude that we are moving away from the darkness and that we're moving into real conversations and truthful conversations and meeting people meeting new people this is a great time to meet new people spring and summer people are coming out of their shell which is kind of funny because Scorpio um, is kind of about turning inwards uh, with that dark solemn energy but it's springtime right now we're not in October during Scorpio season so we are actually coming out of a shell in a way um, figuratively and literally literally um, because of Scorpio coming out of the shell maybe physically we're going out wanting to do more things we have a little bit more energy physically but emotionally we have sort of a wall up and there might be some miscommunications occurring maybe you have had some conversations with family members that have been painful that have been very dark and triggering and in a way um dampering the way that you view yourself Um, i know this has been going on in my life and some of my friends lives and family members lives um Just coming out of the shell and being completely honest and vulnerable can be a blessing and a curse because if you 
are so ready to come out and be truthful and honest about things that have happened in the past and you're ready to let them go and move forward, sometimes the person that you're talking to isn't ready. Maybe the person you're talking to isn't really ready to heal or let go. Maybe they're stuck in their ways. So when you come in and you really want to let things go and mend a friendship or mend a relationship or a family member relationship, it takes two. And sometimes you have to rip the Band-Aid off on your end and kind of say what you're going to say and then step back and then wait for them to be ready. And as painful as that can be, it's also healthy because there's no point in constantly hitting something over the head until somebody, you know, listens or realizes, like, then they're unconscious and they, they're not even there anymore. It's like when you're watching a pot boil water. You're just sitting there and sitting there and sitting there thinking that it's never going to boil. This is a waste of time. You have to walk away. You have to walk away. You have to let people have their time, have their moments of clarity and let them figure it out on their own. And I've had to do that with people in my life. I'm not going to get into details just because I like to give people privacy. But you we're all on different agendas. We're all on different time slots. And that's why it's so awesome when you meet somebody who's who clicks and who they're just like in alignment with you. And it's like, holy shit, like this person just gets it. They're on my level. They're always down to talk about this. Or it just is easy. Right now, this might be an amazing time and you're you're meeting new people in your life and it's also it's honestly happening very organically and that's the best that's when like when the universe just drops people in your life and they are on your wavelength of of conversation and of emotion and of vulnerability it's almost like you forgot what this felt like because when you've been kind of cooped up in your pain and your suffering um like I kind of was when I was living in Miami. I wasn't meeting new people necessarily. I had all of my amazing acquaintances and yoga friends and students and coworkers in my life, but I wasn't making new bonds and new connections um, divinely or organically. Um, I felt very much alone, and I kind of forgot what it felt like to just meet somebody who's down to, like, go to the park and sit there and eat pizza and talk. Um... There's been several people that I've met here in Philadelphia, and I've only been here for, what, like a little over a month, and I've made probably 20 friends, connections, and I've been out on a couple of dates, um, and it's like really, it's really empowering to come into a new place and shift and just surrender And if you're feeling like you are trapped in kind of like a cocoon of the same flow and it's hard to get out of it, like you're on autopilot, I know how you feel. You're not alone. It just takes like it takes a little push and that push feels vulnerable and maybe it just takes you going to a new coffee shop each each week that you like work on your computer or find like new places in your city. There's always a way to become a tourist in the city that you've lived in for a while it's fun it's like a game you know 
yeah, I'm here in Philly. Everything is kind of new to me because I've never lived here before. But I'm finding places and I'm finding routine as well. It's nice to go to the same places and have that sense of grounding and security and familiar familiarity um, because you see the same people, you feel the same energy, and it's it's humbling. It's it's calming. Um, when somebody when you meet somebody in your life, it's never random. It's it's never like just a coincidence that you met somebody and all of a sudden you like vibe like you've met them before. It's your soul or your spirit guides or whatever the fuck you want to call it, source, God, dropping these people in your life who are also in, in a human suit, who are also souls, just like you and I, because they are here to serve a purpose. They're here to do some sort of work and they're here to connect with you because you probably have some sort of divine work to show them maybe you're here to be of service of them we're all here to to be of service for everyone around us and the people that we meet like my my spiritual mentor guy that I was talking about in my previous episodes Robert who I met at Barnes and Noble that was no fucking coincidence that was divine planning and I had like chills and I was like shocked the entire night I met um, a friend over here in Philly who is sober, who is, he used to be a drug addict, um, and he is completely sober, he's vegan, he's like a really good influence in my life, and we never plan anything, we never plan to hang out, which is funny because like we'll just run into each other, or like we'll get a juice, and like we'll we'll walk around the park, and we'll sit there and just like talk, or we'll just walk around the city and go with the flow. Those types of friends or connections or relationships that you have that feel quote-unquote easy, flowing, like you're in the flow and you're hanging out, there's no like, oh, what should we do or where should we go or what should we talk about? That's like kind of awkward and painful in a way. And when I have an interaction with somebody who questions our time together like that, it kind of puts things into perspective for me and then I realize, okay, like this person isn't really on my wavelength if they're asking me where you want to go or what do you want to talk about or what do you want to do. Someone like this friend that I'm talking about, um, we don't really have to try at all. The conversation flows, the questions flow, the answers flow into one thing, into the next vulnerability is like super super high and it's pretty awesome that when you meet somebody new if the vulnerability curtain is just like pulled kind of instantly that's fucking dope um but at the same time you have to understand that you know we can't just all of a sudden trust everyone in our lives just because they're vulnerable some people use vulnerability as a tool okay to get into somebody's head or to get a friendship or relationship or get something out of you which is exactly what I went through um, last month and the month before because I am very naive sometimes and I like to think that when somebody's vulnerable they are 100% a good person and on my level and I can trust them fully 
which sometimes isn't the case. Sometimes people have ulterior motives. Sometimes people have um, an agenda of their own. So we have to stay true to our gut. We have to listen, and especially during full moons, if we're meeting people, if we're having conversations, be very, very aware of the things that are being said, the topics that, that are coming up, um, the conversations that you are hearing in the back of your of your ear, the, the things that you walk through, um, <laughs> synchronicities. Like if you're just walking through the park and you hear somebody saying something about, you know, this book that you <laughs> that you want, it's like that's no coincidence. Maybe I should get that book because what are the chances of me hearing that? Like that's that's a divine coincidence. Um, there's a book by Deepak Chopra called I think it's something coincidences I'll have to look it up but it breaks down how in life there is no coincidence and everything is happening for us by us with us through us and everything is in divine order so I'll put that in the show notes I'll try to remember that um so right now can you kind of step back from your lens and look at the people in your life the new friends, the new connections that you've made, and can you kind of put a tag on what you'd like to receive from those people, but also what you'd like to give to those people? It's a really good time for cleansing. It's a really good time to step away from the the last chapter that we were in, in the last full moon, and the heaviness, and the darkness, and the uncertainty and step into this new wave of thinking and being because we really do create our reality and this Scorpio full moon can make us feel very tired, very emotionally drained, but we have to use this time in our power. So even though we're tired, even though we're emotionally drained, sometimes that's a blessing in disguise and we can use that physically tired energy and journal and sit there and be calm or go do a yoga class or go sit and people watch in the city. Um, This can be a sense of surrender and the not knowing of the future is humbling. We should use it as, as being humbled because what we don't know is a blessing. We have no idea how amazing our life can turn out tomorrow. Um, And we can also think back to all the things that have went wrong in the past few months. Like in in my scenario, in my moving scenario, I can't even tell you how many apartments, how many sublets, how many rooms, how many roommates, how many Craigslist people, how many apps I have been on in the past two months in Miami and Philly, and how many things fall through and didn't work out. And each time something fell through, I was like, you know what, whatever, I can't fucking control this, this isn't my fault, this isn't my doing, whatever is meant to be is meant to be, and whatever's going to fall in alignment is going to fall in alignment, and I can't wait for it to happen, I know it's going to happen, but we have to shift out of this like, oh man, I can't believe that didn't work out, like fuck, that's it, move forward, walk keep walking keep walking fast 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 like I said everything's happening so fast not to like rush us through things and scenarios but like just keep fucking moving like if something didn't work out great goodbye next 
Before we move on to the rest of the episode, I wanted to briefly just go over my CBD yoga retreat that's happening in less than a month, guys. So if you have been wanting to go on a yoga vacation that's super healing um, on many levels, not just physical, but emotional, spiritual, it's happening June 13th to June 17th. It's a Thursday to a Monday in the beautiful Tulum, Mexico. And our villa is literally right on the beach. It's a private villa. It's an intimate retreat, all girls. And there is a handful of spots left, There's about four spots left. And for the Vibe Within listeners, I'm offering an insane discount, like way more than any discount you'll ever see for any retreat. And I'm not exaggerating. I am just really trying to fill up the retreat with amazing energy. So I am offering a insane discount i'm not gonna say it here but if you are interested dm me on instagram gypsy love flow uh or you can email me gabcohen at gmail.com mention that you're a vibe within podcast listener and you'd like to enroll with the last few spots that i have in the retreat so basically this retreat is all inclusive there's going to be vegan gluten-free vegetarian food that's included $300 worth of CBD products are going to be given to you right when you get to the villa. That's included as well. We are right on the beach, like I said. And the theme of this retreat is we are going to tap in to the potential that we have of healing ourselves. So In order for us to truly heal on a physical, emotional, and spiritual level, we have to change the way that we think. We have to change the way that we view our lives. So this is a chance for us to completely flip the grip of our mind and honestly take a step into reality of understanding that our thoughts create reality. Our emotions and thoughts create energy within our body. So, which then means our mind can create physical illness and disease. So in this retreat, we are taking charge. We're gonna do meditations, visualizations. We're gonna practice to connect to our own energy healing practice. Basically, Reiki on ourselves. Because, yeah, we hear Reiki, master, whatever. We are our own Reiki master and healer. So we're going to be practicing Reiki on ourselves. We're going to do meditations. We're going to use um, sweat lodge, Temescal sweat lodge ceremonies, binaural beats uh, by Corey Allen, which is one of my favorite uh, binaural beat and meditation DJs. So I'm super excited. There's so many goodies that we're going to be using throughout this retreat. It's going to be a chance for us to unlock new dimensions of our mind, of our true potential to heal ourselves. So if that interests you, hit me up. Let's do this. June 13th to June 17th. It's basically going to be the best vacation yoga exploration of the soul that you can go on. Tulum is one of the most magical healing places on earth that I've ever visited. It kind of has the same vibe as Bali. So if you've never been to Bali and you've been like dreaming of going to Bali, Tulum is a lot closer and flights are cheap. So um, all you'd have to do is just buy a flight and 
use this crazy discount that I'm offering you guys and let's just do this let's heal let's feel good CBD yoga retreats you can follow the Instagram is just at CBD yoga retreats if you have any questions for me let me know all right let's move back into an overview of the energy of the Scorpio full moon so like I said emotionally drained sense of surrender humbling experiences lots of synchronicities and it's a chance for us to energetically move away from the people who have been creating a low vibe in our life and there's going to be a, a couple people that pop into your mind when I say that and that's not a coincidence that's that's our highest self telling us what's up and who we need to walk away from and sometimes it's not what we want to hear because we have we had these expectations of people just like you know the people that I was just talking about who were very vulnerable and open and you had this preconceived um, perception of them being such an amazing person but then maybe their mask came off and maybe they they turned into a different person that you weren't prepared to see People can change, and it can be very scary to see the drastic versions of our friends when they're going through their own dark times. If we can't help them, then sometimes, like I said, it's best to walk away and try to forget the old version of them because it's only going to inflict pain on ourselves. Some people are stuck. Some people are energetically stuck. Some people are stuck because of drugs and alcohol or toxic cycles and it's not our place to fix them it's our place to be there when they need us but we have to walk away and focus on our own well-being um, one thing that happens a lot during full moons is either a lack of sleep or you're sleeping a lot and I personally never sleep a lot during the full moon I pretty much have full-blown insomnia like a crazy crackhead so lack of sleep can trigger anxiety and fear-based thinking. It can create delusions. It can create paranoia. The other night I had some crazy fucking thoughts going through my head and I was really just overwhelmed and thinking about the past and thinking about conversations that I've had with my family and labeling myself and putting myself into boxes and like it was almost like I was stepping out of my body and I was looking at myself from an outside perspective but like in a devilish way like in an ego like like just calling myself out on every level not in a good way and that's paranoia that's delusion and that can happen during a full moon because um, we are connected to more of a crazy side of ourselves um, the word lunatic comes from the word la luna which means the moon so each time we go through a full moon it connects us to our quote-unquote inner lunatic at least that's what happens to me so when we have this lack of sleep uh, we can feel very repressed we can feel lonely we can feel like we don't want to talk to anybody because we're kind of in this haze because lack of sleep makes you kind of feel out of body and weird and not wanting to talk, not, not wanting to connect with people. That's normal. So if you connect it to full moon, we're not sleeping. We don't feel like we want to talk to people. We feel very crazy. We feel lunatic. Loneliness 
can be an emotion that we feel during a full moon, saltitude, over-exaggerating our depression or our anxiety and kind of making it feel more intense than it usually is. Obviously, that happens during a full moon. And the sleep loss will trigger this loneliness because we are not in our right frame of mind where when you have a really good night's sleep, you kind of feel like you're on it, you're, you're in a good mood, you're high vibe, everything's working out, everything's smooth. Sometimes that doesn't feel like the case when you have no sleep. And loneliness is a killer, not to sound like a Debbie Downer, but I've been watching so many documentaries and videos with Dr. Joe Dispenza, who wrote the book Becoming Supernatural, um, which is all about connecting to your own true power, mind, body, healing connection, thoughts create your reality, thoughts create your health. So loneliness can be massive right now, and it's an epidemic. Um, being so I, I listen. I heard this on a podcast, um, the the podcast with Dr. Rhonda Patrick. If you never heard of it, uh, I'll link it in the show notes. Um, she said that being lonely increases your mortality risk by forty five percent, which means being lonely is more risky than being obese. Sleep loss triggers loneliness, and loneliness triggers depression. So. Dr. Rhonda Patrick is so amazing. She breaks down so many simple ideas and makes us realize that they have a huge impact in our health, physical and emotional and spiritual. Um, mental illness and mental disease can be, can be fixed and cured and healed by fixing our routine, fixing the way that we eat, fixing our thoughts, fixing the way that we breathe, okay? Like, it's not rocket science, but it's these little things that we don't realize, especially when life gets so crazy and stressful. It's hard to just step back and do the simple practices. It's hard to focus on simple, easy, quote-unquote, practices like breathing or meditation or yoga or going for a walk because we are not aware of how these small little tweaks and shifts in our routine can actually make such a huge impact. So she talks a lot about that. Saunas, meditation, cardio, cold showers, cold baths. Um, So in this time of less sleep, we have a lower desire for social interactions because when you're sleep deprived, you don't really want to handle other people's energy, do you? I know that when I'm low energy and I'm feeling very tired or drained emotionally, the last thing I want to do is go to a party or go talk to a bunch of people about deep things. It's like doesn't really make sense because I don't have that physical or emotional energy within me. I feel drained already. This full moon in Scorpio is a chance to detach ourselves from the feeling of needing to be attached to validation or company of others. It's healthy to connect with others, but it's healthy to have alone time. And this time I'm, you know, not feeling in any way attached to needing or grasping the the sense of being around certain people. Full moons either make you turn into a soul crab 
or they bring your energy you know to a different dimension and want to like be a social butterfly but this one in particular has turned my energy within and made me reflect and really think about what's going on and what I need to do so it's a chance for you to kind of put into consideration the steps you need to take into this plan that, that you have going on right now and we all have some sort of motive goal motivation that we're that we're walking towards this shift into a spiritual saltitude crab you know it's heavy but we need to embrace it and if you're feeling like you're moving into a social butterfly kind of form formality or whatever embrace it but also protect your energy and understand that when we have these moments and phases where we're feeling super open and outgoing and like you always want to go out there's a reason for that maybe the reason for that is because you're supposed to meet some people that week maybe you're supposed to hear some conversations maybe you're supposed to like see some things happen when you're out and about so just be very aware because the the phases and the, the the moments that we feel different whether it's social or not it's happening definitely for a reason I felt very it felt lovely yesterday when I was just I had a day all to myself walked around did my thing ran errands literally laid in the park alone on the grass and slept and listened to podcasts and that nourished my soul more than um anyone could yesterday so none of my friends could could give me what that could could have given me and that's not selfish it's not mean it's just truthful it's a nice time to take yourself out on dates when you're when you're in that headspace when you feel like you just need alone time it's a good opportunity to get outside of your comfort zone and not look at it as a time of oh this sucks I feel like I just want to be by myself. I'm going to be all depressed. Oh, man. No, go buy a book. Go go to Barnes & Noble. Read some books. Drink some coffee. Walk around. Like, there's so many things that we can do. We have to live in abundance. And this is a huge time of living in abundance. Spring and summer, right? Everybody's coming out of their shell. The weather's good. Abundance is everywhere, and it's easier to feel in the spring and summer. But we need to tap into that even on our dark days because that's what's actually going to lift us up like abundance and gratitude lift us up out of like the mud out of the feeling like nothing's going right abundance yes there's so many things going right gratitude thank god all these things are happening for me and just stop looking at all the things that aren't because then that just creates this like cloud of fucking lack that's that's above you synchronicities are going to be everywhere whether you're aware of it or not they're everywhere and the universe is just sitting here waiting for you to open your eyes and see them so full moons are a perfect time to be hyper aware of the synchronicities and write them down write down your dreams everything has a reasoning and a purpose and yeah so finding abundance how, how do we find more abundance even on our dark days it's just the little things that can keep us feeling good like 
the sliver of time that I got to lay on the sun-soaked grass yesterday at the park before the sunset, I was like, oh, yes, like there's still 30 minutes left of sun. Um, you know, instead of falling victim to the uncertainty and the shifts and the changes and the quote-unquote bad things that have happened or the things that haven't worked out, find ways to embrace and fully submerge in this moment. Because this is the only moment that we can change, that we can enjoy, and that we can fully grasp. If we're so focused on the things that we need to do or that that we need to happen or that we want to happen, or we're so focused on the things that didn't work out, then we're cheating ourselves of our life. We're not even living. We have to step out of that, that mindset. So as we move through this full moon, you know, just have gratitude. Underneath layers of contentment and bliss, there's a light layer of longing right now. Human interaction, energy, and connection has been a huge theme of the past two months. And just to circle back around into what's going on right now in my life, I guess, to to help you guys feel not so alone, I completely stepped out of my comfort zone and I moved to a new territory and I moved away from a place that I called home for four years um, and it was terrifying but why did I do it because I longed for a different energy something was pulling me up so in this life shift right now that you're in you might be feeling gravitated towards certain people certain places so we have to pay attention to that I longed for connection and different friendships. I craved human interaction on a different level. Yes, I had human interaction from teaching yoga full-time, but I was feeling as though my energy was kind of like being sunken into a black hole, and I didn't have anybody lifting me up out of that. My highest self was tuning in to me and asking me to find balance, and that wasn't really occurring in Miami, unfortunately. Life right now is shifting into the awareness of how important it is to create a positive and comforting, healing, powerful circle of people around us. Connection is what heals. Yes, our thoughts can can heal our bodies, but the other energy and the connection and the people around us are the true catalysts of how we can heal and how we can feel because we're just sponges absorbing people's energies right so you might as well surround yourself with positive sponges that are going to soak into your sponge and then it's a nice sponge energy exchange the people we surround ourselves with is a direct correlation of how our life will play out yes thoughts and habits and cycles are huge but think about it a junkie drug addict is going to continue to put to be put in scenarios of using and getting high and wanting to be high all the time as long as they surround themselves with people who are in that lifestyle as well. That's why people say how hard it is to break an addiction because your whole life has to change. You have to kind of drop people out of your life. You have to move to a new city. You have to go to rehab in a new place so that you're not triggered or that you don't know anybody in the city to um, trigger you to go get high. Like, that's a huge example. Like, Look at a drug addict. Look at somebody who's like fully in that life. All the people that are in their life are probably in that lifestyle as well. 
So it's really challenging to change the dynamic of our lives. We have to shift out of toxic ways of thinking, toxic people, cycles, habits, and it's a journey, guys. It's a fucking journey, and we're all in this together. So however you're feeling today, um, in this day after the full moon, maybe you're feeling spiritually hungover, grasp on to the things that make you feel whole routines rituals reading move your body breathe take care of yourself love yourself love you thank you guys so much for tuning in to that episode of the vibe within podcast it's it's really nice to get back into the swing of things and be creative but we also have to learn how to give ourselves a break and if we're not feeling like we're in a super creative productive flow and you're in you're not in your flow state whatever it's okay like step outside of it go do other things it's gonna come back i promise i went from recording every single day for 30 days in miami when i created this podcast to not recording a podcast for like three weeks and having to post podcasts that i had recorded before it's all right everything is just flowing just have patience and take care of yourselves during this shift and transit transition in your life uh, if you'd like to connect with me feel free to dm me or insta or <laughs> instagram um, email me gabcohen at gmail.com it's in the show notes use any of my codes for cbd it's also going to be in the show notes thought cloud tonic hit me up if you want to be part of the cbd yoga retreat which is in june june 13th to june 17th I will also be in Miami May 22nd to the 31st, and I'll be teaching a special two classes on Sunday the 26th at 9.30 and 10.45. If you're in Miami, come flow, sign up. Um, Maybe they will be packed and filled with energy, hopefully. If this podcast speaks to you in any way and makes you feel good, makes you feel not alone, share it with a friend or a family member, screenshot, tag me on Instagram, Gypsy Love Flow. If you have any questions for me, feel free to hit me up. I'm here for you. You're here for me. We use this um, as a channel, as a therapeutic way to connect and grow and hear different points of view. And I love hearing what you guys have to say. So email me especially if it's like a long dm or if it's like a long story email me way easier for me to respond um rate and review my podcast give me five stars share it that's all love you guys till next time see ya